What up fam, I'm Elena, a certified nutrition coach, personal trainer, and hormone specialist. I'm a former public educator turned holistic fitness coach, and I'm on a mission to disrupt diet culture and educate individuals on how they can heal their gut issues, hormone imbalance, and food relationships caused by chronic dieting, inflammation, and autoimmune or chronic illness. My philosophy for coaching is simple. Eat more, move better, feel amazing, because life is too short to feel like shit. So let's dive in. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to What the Funk. Today we are on episode 12, low-tax living, three mistakes you're making, and money-saving swaps, because we want to be sure that as we're making these changes that they fit in, in a way that we are able to maintain them, and that includes being able to maintain the purchase of products. So let's go ahead and just dive right in. Mistake number one, I see this a lot, I see people wanting to do this all the time, is throwing everything out all at once. So while I did recommend for you to categorize and prioritize the products and things that you want to switch out first, really the last thing I'd recommend is for somebody to throw everything out unless one, you you really want to and you truly have the budget to do a complete overhaul that might cost you well over $1,000. So, I mean, and honestly, it could be more than that. Then you also are running the risk of investing in a bunch of products that you're not even sure if you really like to begin with. This is why doing one or two things at a time to see, is this a good swap and is it, is it an effective swap for me? Um, because the, you know, we want to make sure that the products we have work in the way that we want them to work, especially with cleaning products that they're the proper product and don't contain anything that's going to be damaging to whatever surfaces in our home that we're cleaning, or if it's skincare that it's meeting your needs for your personal skincare, et cetera. Um, it's just, it's not a good move. It's not a good move. Um, and it can also be very shocking to the rest of your family too. Like all of a sudden we're changing everything and it can cause a lot of stress and strife that is unnecessary and can be avoided if you took a more tapered approach. So what to do instead? I'm um, going to sound like a broken record. I'm not even sorry about it. Within your priorities, swap out one to two things at a time. Use up your current products. Once it's out, have a swap on deck, right? Have a plan of what to buy next and use that product for a little while. See if it's something that you like. And if it's something that you do like and it works and it makes sense to keep in, then go ahead and keep it. And then you can move on to the next thing. And this mistake number two that we're going to talk about sort of piggybacks off of this, but that is blowing your budget. So it can be argued and argued well that some of the more hormone and health friendly options are from a cost per use perspective, more expensive. But part of the reason is because some of those products whose ingredients are less harmful, those products are a little more expensive to source, whereas more harmful ingredients are cheaper to source, which is where we see this sort of, why is it so expensive to be healthy? Well, it really just has to do with the availability sometimes of products and ingredients. So how to do this instead um, to not blow your budget on all your new products? So be intentional. Again, slowly work things in where you can, but focus on you know, the areas first that have the biggest impact. If you know you have a limited budget to make changes, focus first on like your home care. 
um, your laundry detergent, right? Wool balls instead of dryer sheets, hand soaps. Can you find a concentrated product that allows you to just add water? This is a really great oppor opportunity to save some money as well as decrease environmental impact. So um, you can even get like refillable dispensers on Amazon and just get the concentrate for different detergents, cleaners, and stuff like that. And then you can just refill the rest of it with water and that will actually save a lot of money. Um, and so that's a really great way not to blow your budget. The other thing too is look at what are maybe some investment pieces, right? So when we talk about kitchen products or home products, um, can you save up to purchase a new set of ceramic cookware? Can you save up and a lot money set aside to purchase new Tupperware, glass Tupperware? Um, maybe wait till there's a sale. Maybe wait till Black Friday to see if some of these bigger ticket items for your home are going to maybe drop in price by, you know, 15, 20, 30 percent. And can you wait to purchase them? Most people can because, I mean, at this point, some of that stuff it's got a half-life, so it's going to be in our systems for a little while. It, you know, it's October now while I'm recording this. Can you wait a month, you know, month and a half to get it on sale during the holidays? Probably. You'll probably be okay. And the third mistake that I see is using products you hate. And this is one that I really wanted to dive into the most. Um, my hot take on the world in general is everything's going to kill you or make you sick, so pick your battles. Um, this is one of my biggest frustrations that I had when I was first starting to look into, you know, especially personal care products like body washes, makeup, things like that, is that a lot of those products were not only more expensive, but they did not work as well, which was so, 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 so frustrating. Um, like I would get like a makeup product, I would put it on and it would like come off in like an hour. And I was like, this is not it. Like, I'm not going to use this because it sucks. Like I want my products to be effective and to be enjoyable to use and to actually work. So that way I'm getting the best use out of them. It doesn't do you any good to use a product that you hate. Um, you will be miserable. You'll be annoyed. You'll feel like you're wasting your money. So how do we actually pick our battles? And I'm going to give you some examples in my own life of how I don't have everything as a 100% low tox or hormone friendly product. And there's a reason for that. Interrupting the podcast for just a second. I know you're feeling foggy, groggy, and bloated, totally not yourself. Wondering how the heck to get back to feeling like you did two, five, or 10 years ago. Maybe you've got gut issues, you've been diagnosed with an autoimmune or chronic illness, but you still want to be strong and be able to move your body in a way that empowers you and lets you be there for life experiences to their fullest. Add in a dash of diet culture shame and feeling like less food and more movement is the answer, and you've now got a recipe for disaster that has left you feeling miserable and frustrated and ready to call it quits on all efforts to make a change. Enter stage right, VIP coaching. VIP coaching is my one-on-one -on -one coaching container where we take all of your foggy, groggy woes, dive deep into your daily routines and lifestyle, and use food and movement to cultivate a holistic approach to getting your quality of life back to where it needs to be. This is the Dump Your Diet Method. Eat better, move smarter, and feel amazing. It's time to leave behind your search engine overwhelm and trendy fad diets that don't give you a roadmap for what to do when it's over. It's time to dump your diet so you can feel vibrant, energized, and healthy every single day of your life. Learn more in the show notes. This one decision could totally change your life. So, um, okay, swapping out your makeup, but that one eyeshadow palette that you use once or twice a month, then 
is not maybe necessarily the most friendly ingredient wise, but you use it so infrequently that you're like, can I maybe just leave this in? Then, then, then leave it in. Right. I mean, especially with like eyeshadow palettes or different makeup products, like we can get very like comfortable and we know that it works with our body chemistry. We're very comfortable with the medium and, and the tools that we have. Um, and, and that's okay. Um, maybe you have your favorite hand soap that you just can't part with. And maybe your in-laws constantly buy it for you and telling them not to get it is like pulling teeth. Um, so you just roll with it, right? And maybe you swap out your other cleaners and detergents, right? Um, hair care products. For me, honestly, it's an area while I've looked into the ingredients of the majority of the products that I use, um, and most of them are okay. One or two of them are questionable. I've honestly invested too much time and money into my hair. <laughs> I know that's going to sound really bad, but I have extensions. Um, I have my own hair. I'm very blessed is very long and thick and healthy, which is really nice because when I was going through my thyroid disease diagnosis very early on, I did have very thin hair. I did have hair that was falling out. Um, so to be able to have really nice thick hair now, and that is healthy enough to take on even extensions to just give it more volume. And right now my extensions are colored. So I was able to get like highlights without actually dyeing my hair, which is super fun. I invested too much money into my hair to use products that my stylist does not recommend, right? I want to make sure that I'm protecting that investment. And the products that I have are like sort of borderline. I could probably find something better, but hair care products honestly are one of those where I really truly haven't ever found a hair care line that is like safe that actually works. I'm not sure what it is, but if that's the concession that I'm making and all of my other cosmetics and personal care products are good to go, then that's the concession that I'm making, right? In the grand scheme of things, I've reduced my toxic load with my personal care, cosmetics, household cleaning products, and then my next big priority is going to be my kitchen products, maybe getting a few more stainless steel items and switching to ceramic cookware. Um, and so if my hair care and even like my press on nails or even like my lash glue. Like, so like I wear lilac street lashes. Um, and one of the things that I like about it is that I don't have to, and this is not like a knock on like lash artists at all, but like for me going to lay on a table to get my lashes done every two weeks is just like, it's just not it. Like I just cannot do it. Um, and I'm actually going to look up the lash glue that I use right now and look up the ingredients. Ba -da -ba -da -da. It's got a couple questionable things in it, looks like. In the grand scheme of things, if I have one or two things that are actually harmful, but everything else in my lifestyle, it's not about switching out everything. It's about reducing your toxic load. Even like my press on nail glue, like I'm pretty sure like my nail glue is like not the best. Like, I mean, let's be real. It's probably not the healthiest thing for my body, but I rather would do my press on nails and false lashes and just be done with it and then have like my skincare, my makeup and my home care products and eventually my kitchen products are all like good to go. And that's the trade-off that I'm making and you're allowed to make those decisions for yourself. Um, now bonus tip number four, and this one's really fun, is don't be that person. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Your coworker isn't asking you for unsolicited advice on their daily Starbucks run. Um, and like, are they leaving the top on their Starbucks? Are they not using a stainless steel thing? So just be aware of being a little like high and mighty with your low tax lifestyle. Let your actions and your choices draw the curious minded in. Post what you like, what you do on your social media. Maybe offer like why you switch to these products. Or if there's a product you really love, gift it to a friend or family member. Tell them why you love it. And that, that might trigger them also getting into switching out a few different products. So um, don't be that person, but just be like, 
the friendly educator. Like, you know, you don't want to be a dick, but if you want to share what you enjoy, go ahead and share what you enjoy. Um, but don't try to fear monger people into using certain things. That's one thing that I really, I hope that the point came across over these last few episodes that my goal is not to like fear monger or like coerce people into switching all of their products to like specific things. It's meant to be educational so you can make the decisions and choices that make sense for your lifestyle and your needs. Remembering that switching to a low tox lifestyle is only going to be as beneficial as the rest of your lifestyle is in place. It's a very small piece of of the puzzle. Um, and so, yeah, this is a pretty short episode today, short and sweet, because we've pretty much covered the rest of it in the previous couple of episodes. So hopefully you've learned something. Hopefully you take a couple golden nuggets from this whole experience. Hopefully you take a realistic approach knowing that like, hey, even Elena uses some products that aren't maybe necessarily the most hormone friendly, but it's about reducing the overall load. And, you know, the more changes you can make, the better. Yeah. But everything's going to kill you. So pick your battles, guys. That is it for today's episode of What the Funk. I will talk with you guys next time. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning into the What the Funk podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and a review and don't forget to take a screenshot. Tag me on Instagram. My handle is at elena.m.fit. I would love to hear what you want to hear on the podcast. I do respond to DMs. I would love to talk with all of you. I'm so excited for you being here today. Thank you so much for the support and I will see you next time. Thank you.